Imagine your coach, your boss, coach, whatever you call it, telling you they know exactly what's going to happen. Exactly the formation, exactly the timing, and they know exactly what's going to happen. Imagine your coach watching film and telling you this player is fast. This player is agile. This player is the best in the league, and you don't agree with him. Listen to what I got to say. This is the art of the interception. Picked off. Guess who? Asante Samuel. If you're looking for unfiltered storytelling and cold, hard, but truthful facts, this is the podcast for you. Intercepted down the near sideline. Asante Samuel with Palmer only chance to stop him. He's not going to. Touchdown. Your host of The Art of the Interception is a two-time Super Bowl champion, all-pro first team in 2007, four-time Pro Bowler, and two-time NFL interceptions leader. Here's your host, Asante Samuel. forget I think this is my second year in college 2002 you know we was a you know just a division one school that was just starting off in the division ones you know we just kind of moved up from independent so we're making a name for ourselves we got a big game coming up and it's against Syracuse a big division one team that's been around for numerous numerous years that team is well uh well known and they have a fan base and they they've been there for years so now when uh we're practicing my coach and uh the team we're all together we're watching film and obviously the coaches they put in numerous hours every day all day studying film trying to figure out a, a edge figure out a tip from another team to give to the players to help our team be successful against them so um you know, our coach, uh, he was a hard coach, man. And, um, you know, that's what we needed. You know, we needed a hard coach to be hard on us about our discipline, about our technique. But he had one pet peeve that drove him crazy, you know. And if the ball was on the far hash mark of the field, the offense threw an out route, which is 10 yards and out. So you go up 10 yards and you run to the out towards the sideline. And they completed that ball on you. My coach would lose his mind. That would be the worst thing you can possibly do. So we all had a fear of letting an out route be caught on us from the on the far hash mark and he throwing the out route. So the coach was watching film against Syracuse. They got a cue on this formation, this play. They just feel like uh they're going to run out routes. They run a lot of out routes, and this formation is guaranteed to run. It's like two two uh, wide receivers on this side. When the ball is on, ball on the far, far hash, they're going to run the out routes. It's time for you guys to make a play. 
So it's our, our, turn, our chance to make a play. We got dreams. We want to make these plays. And I'm up. I've been watching this film with Coach. He's showing me what's going to happen. And I believe. And life is a lesson. Believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. That's a part of being great and a part of, of being above the average. Believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. So here I am. It's game time. We're playing against Syracuse. My second year in, in, um, in college. My second year at UCF. And I'm pumped. I'm a playmaker. Like I say, production chart. In practice, I'm picking off the ball. Matt Ryan, whoever the quarterback is, I'm competing against the best of the best in practice. Here it is. They line up in that formation. Set. Hut. I drop back. I be damned. He run an out route. I break on that ball. I'm finna go get it. He runs a out and up. Out and up. Coach ain't say nothing about this. No out and up. He ain't say the possibilities of anything else can happen. I break on the ball. It's out and up. Touchdown. And that time I'm playing punt return too. So I just gave up a touchdown. Because my coach told me it was going to be out and I believed it. And not only did I just give up the touchdown. The next time we stopped him on defense, I lost the fumble recovery on the punt return. I was the punt returner, so I dropped the fumble on the punt return. I basically lost the game for the team. Not believing in myself more than I believe in what I'm supposed to believe in, my coaches. But that's when I had to start learning for myself. Asante, if you want to take this thing to where you want to be and be great, you got to learn to figure things out on your own. You can't just believe another man and everything they say. Yeah, you listen and you learn. But he put his pants on just the same way I put my pants on. He could make a mistake the same way I could make a mistake. So, yeah, we listen. We adhere to everything. But you got to make your own right decisions that's going to best fit for you. The art of the interception. That's what the art of interception is about. Now I get to the NFL. You know, my coach, my first team, New England Patriots. You know, me and that, uh, being that I wasn't the quote-unquote typical NFL pro where I'm just studying this book and just act like I have so much homework to do. He would bother me. And he would make me have film study with him. And um, because he brought me in there, he had to bring all the other DBs. And guess what? The things he, he agreed that he thought was true, I didn't agree with. So we in meetings having disagreements. And we're supposed to have film study. For instance, Tory Holt. We're playing the St. Louis Rams. He's telling me Tory Holt is fast. This is Tory Holt 12, 13, 14 years. I'm watching that the film. I'm saying he might look fast to you, or maybe you thought he was fast. We are young, fast boys that's coming to lead. He's not fast to me, coach. I tell him straight up in front of everybody. I hear you, coach. I hear you say he's fast. He's not fast to me. Coach had, he couldn't, he, he ain't know what else to say. He had to cut the meeting and let us go to lunch because it was going to be a disagreement and a debate in front of everybody because I disagreed with him saying he was a fat. And guess what? When it was time to play and we went and played the St. Louis, St. Louis Rams, he wasn't that fat. 
that's how I learned. That's how I gained my respect for, through, uh, through Belichick. Because I had to stand up for what I believe in. And if you believe in what you believe in, and you most of the time correct, can't nobody do nothing but respect you. Everything I said about Belichick, everything I said about the NFL, everything I said about the past, my past in the NFL has been true. This uh, this whole watching film thing, man, um, that just wasn't my thing. I like to I like to come up with a a couple tendencies that your team have that you might run. It's a possibility that you're going to run these plays, and these are your tendencies. I like to know who's fast on your team, so that's why I got to work out, watch out for the deep threat. I need I like, I like to watch your quarterback's rhythm to see if he got a quick arm or is his long arm. The quick arm's hard to get through. The long arms, they easy. I'm going to pick them off easy. When your quarterback got the long arm, I don't care who the receiver is, how fast you is, how quick you is, your quarterback got to throw you the ball. I'm looking at the quarterback, and I'm going to get the ball before you. So the film don't matter that much to me. So I'm not going to go put all my eggs in one basket and study this film. When I got technique, I believe in my technique over everything else. I don't care who you is, what you think you can do. My technique is my technique, and you can't stop me. That's what I believe when I touch that field. I'm unstoppable because I prepare for this. My technique is my technique. No matter what you do, I got something to do. I got a technique for what you're about to do. You go right, I go right with you. Keep my leverage. That's my technique. And I'm going to win. I got a question. So you telling me that studying film is overrated for these young players? No, nah, man, don't believe that. I wouldn't say studying film is overrated. But like I said, don't put all your eggs in one basket thinking, because I've studied this and this is what's happening. This is what's been happening the last five games. This is what's going to happen again. No, you can't just believe everything you see and just think it's going to happen again because they're preparing off of you. They might see something you doing in the film and going to change their plays up to, to attack you. So film is not overrated. You just got to know what you're doing when you're watching film. You can't just believe everything you're going to see and believe everything you see and always know it's a possibility of something else that's going to happen. Right, right. Uh, another question. So uh, your days in Central Florida, you didn't watch film at all? Well, like I said, our coach is mandatory. We have to watch film with the coaches. We got to watch film as a team. We got to watch film as a position. But am I going to pay attention to that film and take it and say, this is what I'm applying to my game is the question. I did some research with Rob Burkowski and Kyle Murray. Does not watch film. What do you think about that as a quarterback, not watching film? Well, I'm going to say it's a little different for offensive players. You know, offensive players, um, they're a little more cocky. They're a little more uh, ego-driven. Um, it's not as important for them to watch film because their plays are the plays. They run their routes how they run their routes. So for an offensive player to say they don't really watch film, it's not really that big of a deal. They just need to know the coverages you're running. Um and what it need to be for the quarterback to throw you the ball. Now, when you say a quarterback don't watch film, that's a little different. I can't imagine a quarterback not watching film. If a quarterback's not watching film, it's going to show in his plate sooner rather than later. You might get away with it one, two years or something like that, but you have to watch film to know what to expect, to anticipate what's going, what's going to happen 
from the defense as a quarterback. That's the art of interception. The art of interception is anticipating life, things that's going to happen in life, so you can avoid the things and become successful. So for a quarterback not to watch film, I think that's a little absurd. But if it's working for him, we'll see. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.